Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. This week, we are concluding our run on Casketland. A huge thanks to Tyler Davis, Addison Peacock, and Matt Mercer for joining me on this one. We had so much fun with this game. I want to remind everyone that you can pick this game up for free over at casket-land.com. And by the Homestead Zine, which includes this adventure and a lot of material that we didn't get to premiere on the show. If you're in the mood for a very approachable and flavorful weird western, this is the one I'd advise you to go with. I'd like to remind all one-shot heroes that we're currently wrapping up our Kickstarter for Skyjack's Courier's Call. That is our all-ages actual play set in the Skyjack's universe. We're currently kickstarting the first full season, which we've already funded. However, we are incredibly close to another stretch goal that I would love for us to hit before we finish things out. If we manage to raise $12,500, we'll be able to commission a new skyship picture from Ben's Weifel. Ben painted the original Uhuru and will be doing a fantastic job on one of the Audrin ships. So head over to bit.ly slash couriers season one, and that is one as in the numeral one, or go to Kickstarter and search for Skyjack's Courier's Call. And now with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Alrighty. I'm gonna go ahead and first to see. Oh, hell yeah. Eight, and then that's a... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, what's happening? The rules of the gambler. I reach for her. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no. And oh, no. as I reach around aggressively, I don't know how this will play out and how she takes it, but I gouge myself in my own eye. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the what? What did you read? Part of my aspects is a gambler. It's a 50-50 chance I hurt myself or I hurt them. Oh, no. Oh, oh my and God. The other times it just so happened you were doing the good thing. And right. Is, yeah. All right. That's wow. uh, how it works, man. <laughs> so I, I, I go, ah! And pull back oh, and see if I can try and play it off like a terrible mistake. <laughs> I mean, it is a terrible mistake. Right. Uh, well, so what was the type of thing? How much harm were you doing to yourself? One self-harm. Okay. And I am I lose my sight for the remainder of the round. Shit! <laughs> so she, like, will step That's... back from you as you've done that. <sighs> Jeremiah, I am so disappointed. Yeah. In that hug, you carried violence in your heart. I suppose that maybe this group isn't yet ready to receive benediction, but don't worry. We can work on that. Children, help them stay calm, and the harpies take flight, and they are going to try and swoop down on all of you. Okay. Yeah, everybody else was coiled ready to fight, so I'm going to say that y'all can act. So. Okay, yeah. Also, I do have a knife. I forgot yeah. that I, I have a knife. Can I sing and slash? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, sing. Oh, sisters, let's go down. <laughs> well, you guys all take this round. I'm going, I can't. Well, that was right, such gonna, a good uh, fake. And then, oh, my God. Uh, that's that's how it works. I'm going to with my knife here. <laughs> That's like the thing the system mastery boys always complain about with critical fails is it's mm. always like, oh, yeah, I stab myself in my own chest and I poop my pants. And like, <laughs> yep. That's what a critical fail is in many systems. It's like, mm, yep. that's All a little right. bit atonal. Oh, yeah, I am. 
I sorry, I've just thought about some of my really bad critical. Like, <laughs> it's literally like like I had a thing in Monster of the Week that was like friends on the net, and I tried to use it, and I had a fail, and it was just like you've forgotten how to use a computer. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try to stab the shit out of one of these guys with my knife. Get it, do it. Where'd it go? Okay, that's a that's a seven. So. All right, seven. So that is a partial success. Yeah. So I think you and the harpies are gonna trade some harm. Okay. Uh, how much harm does your knife do? My knife does two. I'm like amped up now. Do we see how many there are? There are a lot. Fair. Uh, what I will say is uh, in the rules, it states that no more than three harpies can attack you at the same time. Okay. But you are in the middle of the homestead, which just has a lot of fucking harpies around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so okay. I stabbed this guy. So you're, you're, you said you were doing two? Yeah, two. Okay. Uh, you are going to receive two harm right back. Okay. Uh, you charge forward. A harpy swoops down on you and like try, rakes at you with its talons mm-hmm. as you are able to like stab it in the side. It mm-hmm. screams uh, with this horrible, it's like, yeah. because it's like part buzzard scream, part human noises. It's just the worst. And what I'm also trying to do is make my way to Jeremiah, but like that's okay. Like, yeah, yeah. I I yeah. think you were like on your way, you're like yeah. waving this knife. Uh, okay. You can make it over to Jeremiah. Okay. Are you okay? I'm okay. I just uh... you can see like a little bit of blood trickling out of the eye socket. Oh, like... you were trying to do something before. Do you <laughs> no? Do you know? You know her. What what can we do to fight her? Uh, I got. She's not a fan of a reminder of the dirt she was once buried in, but... Uh, the look around, there's... or can't, I can't look around. I have no sight right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but but the, the environment, there were no other caskets mm-hmm. or anything. This is the open... Yeah, that we are steps, away so. from the casket yeah, land. Yeah, so I'm just like, just keep them at bay. See if we can get the, the deed back and maybe take her down. All right. Where's the? Where am I supposed to look for a deed? I don't know. <laughs> I can't it's fine. see. It's fine. Are you asking the blind man where to look for a deed? I'm not no, helping right It's fine. Right it's fine. Now. It's fine. Um, I think I pissed myself. <laughs> it's a critical fail. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to make. I'm trying to plan. I'm trying to make some tactical decisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, yeah. while you're doing yeah, that, while you're doing yeah. that, you yeah. got yeah. you got yeah. two people. Yeah, while you're doing that, as stuff starts to pop off. Fold, nods to Flex. All right, you got two shots, kid. Flex kind of like nods back, and he's just going to like javelin one of these shovels directly at <laughs> Hennessy. <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've got Braun, right? Yep. All right, so we got 12 coming at her. Holy shit. Yes. Yes, uh, absolutely. That is... A ludicrous success. How much damage are you doing on that? I'm kind of using this sort of irregularly and sort of in a more cinematic way. It's three hurt, but it's also a two-handed weapon. Okay. So mm. it's th- three three hurt. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to say that you're probably going to do four on that because it's like this big thing where you're hurling your weapon. You don't have access to it. You'll need to reclaim it. So yeah, yeah it uh, I think strikes her in the shoulder and... She's very light. It sends her sailing back and she like hits one of the legs, one of the chicken legs on this house, which causes it to wobble a little bit. And she lets out a cry that is like halfway between like a human voice and, and, and something you might hear a chicken say. 
it's uh, I, a cry that I can't do because of the noise complaints. Um, so yeah, it, we'll put it in post. It is a big hit. Uh, but okay. with that, uh, the, the harpies have gathered around you because like they've seen what you've just done. They sail in and uh, they rake at the two of you. Would you like damage or to be in a difficult situation? Oh, I'm I'm always down for a puzzle. Let's do a difficult situation. Okay, you each character is going to take one harm. Okay, and then be picked up and carried into the air, separately or together. Separately, so like two two of them are going to grab you and take you off in either direction, away from each other. Okay, and one of you doesn't have a shovel anymore, but he does still have a knife. All right. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah's spending it being blind, so we're we're <laughs> back to the top of the round. Um, and I think at the top of the round, uh, the sage hen is going to come back. And let's see, uh, she is going to uh, like pull this shovel out of herself. Like I think it embedded itself in her a little bit. She pulls it, she tosses it to the ground, and then with a delicate leap, she flies forward. And her poncho is sailing out around her. This cool kind of chicken pattern, like these spots are are like flapping in the wind. And she's flying forward, almost like Studio Ghibli style and Mm. and spirited away. Um, She's moving directly at Belle. And she's going to attack you. Um, Can you roll for me a... Does it survive? Yeah, I think it's survive. Okay. Um, by the way, one of my abilities is that I can take up to plus three bonus when I choose to survive. For each plus one I use, you can choose to hold one to use against me later, but I'm going to do it right now if this goes bad. Damn, yes. If it goes bad. Let do me it. see. What do I roll to survive? Survive is backbone. backbone. Shit, yeah, my backbone's bad. I might need this. It's wild that this character's backbone is bad. Okay, actually, um, I rolled a 10, which means I got a nine. Oh, hell yes. So... That is almost a perfect success. Well, you know what I'm going to do? What's that? I'm going to take one of my pluses I can add with on the rocks, and I'm going to make it a 10. Okay. You uh, can use a hold against me later, but I don't care. Cool. <laughs> I will put that hold up here. And so that is a perfect success. Uh, I think she uh, like she sails towards you, and then there's a moment where in front of you, uh, legs flare out, and you can see that she has two spurred chicken legs, and she kicks at you. How do you block it? I probably flail around in front of me with my broken bottle in my other hand just to kind of deflect it. Yeah, yeah. So she she thinks better of it. Like you mm-hmm. you defend back and like mm-hmm. I think you move backwards, but you don't stumble back or fall. Mm-hmm. Like you're still in a good fighting position. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the the boys who are up in the sky right now. Sky boys. Um, sky boys. So I think. This is probably going to go back to Flex as well because I feel like older, he's going through a lot right now. Um, so, and he's still... My body's and, going through changes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, puberty. <laughs> uh, Flex is going to just like instinctively try and like break free by grabbing the knife and trying to bury it in the uh, body of this thing mm-hmm. or just as high up as he can get on the leg. Okay. Yeah. Roll your attack. Also, I'm going to say that before he does this with his other hand, he grabs one of the legs and then goes to just in case, gotcha. you know, gotcha. someone wants that. to let go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is a 
an eight. An eight. So that is a partial success. So I'll let you choose whether you are going to do damage or get free. Do damage. Get free. Get free. Get free. Okay. So you scratch at this thing and it's kind of a superficial scratch, but it is surprised. The, the, The creature didn't expect you to, you know, be able to react to it. So you are holding on to it, but it is no longer holding on to you and it's bleeding a tiny bit. Okay. How hard or easy would it be to try and have the bird drop me on the homestead? I mean, I friggin' love that role. That so. feels like maybe another action, but we'll see. Yeah, but you know, you've got two characters. We can just decide that the other one is like struggling and not doing anything really cool right now. So <laughs> let's let's have you do a survive. Roll your backbone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's not great. That is a seven. Seven, that's a partial success. Okay. So do you want to take harm or do you want a different kind of injury? I'll take harm. Okay. If you're taking harm, uh, then I think you take two harm as you go sailing through the sky and you smash through a window of the homestead. Yes. You're really scratched up and, uh, you know, maybe you're a little hurt, but it's nothing super serious. Yeah. Now we'll cut over to Jeremiah as, like, you've managed to, like, wipe over. (laughs) So much has happened. It's been a a day. (laughs) Certainly been a day. My poor friend. Oh, no. (laughs) All right. Where is... uh... Can you see now? I can see now. Yeah. Uh, is the sage hen still nearby? Yeah, I think the sage hen is is right now kicking at your friend. So far, she hasn't been able to land a solid kick on mm-hmm. Bell, but right. like they are in the middle of like a, a melee. Okay, I haven't. This is here under attacks called in the cards, mm-hmm. but it's not actually an attack. But I think it's like it's in place of it, right? Yeah, sure. It says you know what your future holds. Take two d six, designate one of them to signify your character, and one to sign- signify a specific enemy. Roll each die. Whoever's die is the highest number gets plus one to any modifier they use for the remainder of the encounter. Oh my god! So it's risky. I love that friggin' risk. That's why I'm going to use it. So now, like wiping the blood from my eye and kind of looking forward and close my eyes and be like, there ain't no faith with this one here, but whatever grace seems to shine down from above in these godforsaken lands, let Lady Luck be on my side. So I'll be designating this die as the sage hens, and this one is mine. Hey, hey. Yeah, wait. One versus three. So that's a plus one to all my rolls for the rest of the encounter. I'm going to go ahead and uh, as kind of just a general move for the round as as I'm saying this prayer and like, please, 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 please. And I'm like rubbing all my lucky dice and all mm-hmm. the little trinkets on the inside of my coat for good luck. Yes. I go rushing up to go ahead and join Miss Bell's side to try and be an additional distraction for this heinous beast. Hell yeah. It is your turn. Okay. I have something I want to try. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So he now I have the information about Grave Dirt. So now I also know this. Yes. I would like to try to conjure some. Interesting. Okay. I just want to dump a shit ton on her. (laughs) So conjuring grave dirt is going to be very difficult and might require a major sacrifice. Are you comfortable with that? What kind of thing would that be? (laughs) So the way grave dirt sort of naturally forms Mm -hmm. normally is a person dies and is buried and eventually, within a few days, the dirt that is around yeah. their gravesite becomes grave dirt. Yes. It's kind of an abstract thing. Yes. It's not grave dirt until it's used in burying. And, mm-hmm. you know, like a fresh grave isn't yeah. exactly a grave. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be difficult to make. Okay. Uh, I will offer you a choice. Okay. You can either harm yourself permanently mm-hmm. or you can spend all of your water. 
I'm going to spend all of my water. Because if oh, we yeah. get this girl, if we get this this That's lady, right. then we have all the water we fucking want. All right. No. Yeah. We'll just do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. It's all my water. Oh, my God. That's huge. <laughs> I'm actually like, as I did it, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm out of water. <laughs> Which means I can't spend it on this roll. Yeah. Wait, this was a mistake. Okay. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but you should be good at this. This is off creep, so. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's a good roll. That is, that's a thirteen. Hell yes. Yeah, we're gonna be fine. So it's a fucking thirteen. I think. Oh goodness, you hurriedly take out your flask and you mm. pour the water onto the earth. Yeah. That patch of earth. It doesn't take the water. It doesn't become mud. Yeah. Instead, it becomes a bit of dirt that is so painfully familiar to you you would know it anywhere it's the first patch of dirt that you threw down on top of your husband's casket (laughs) but he is here he has offered it to you to help you in your moment of need and it floods up funnels up from the earth like there's a mound of it you can feel his presence go for it (laughs) You've got okay. your big pile of dirt. Okay. <laughs> just gonna just gonna grab some. Okay. Yeah. While that is happening, you, you were in the middle of a fight with the sage hen and like you realized you had to do this. I think you might ha- you, you must have caught Jeremiah's eye mm-hmm. because you've got to fight off the sage hen while she's doing this. Otherwise, mm-hmm. there's gonna be hell to pay. Mm-hmm. So Let's turn to you. Like, while this is happening, there is a fight behind her as Jeremiah runs in. What do you do? All right. So so this is defending from her attack? So so basically, the, the sage hen was attacking uh, Belle. And now, like, in order to protect Belle while she's doing this little ritual here, mm-hmm. you're going to have to step in. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of wedge in front of her between the two of them kind of holding my staff up and whatever sort of assault that the sage hen is throwing this direction i'm going to go ahead and throw the staff in the middle to be kind of an immediate distraction forcing her to grab it essentially like putting it up until eventually she has to instinctually reach out and grab it as soon as she does i let go and then just go for the face (laughs) yes Oh, I love like Feral Quasimodo. Just like, <laughs> this guy's a tag yeah, style. Yeah, he's <laughs> feral. He's very feral. It's like, it's like, oh, he's got something in mind. No, he's going, he's clawing. All right, he's going, he's clawing <laughs> he's again. Living he's living as a trained fighter. Yeah. He's been living he has... as a street cat, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All right, so for that, that's uh, eight that's plus two. It's 10. That's 10, baby. Um, let's see what the uh, three. Bound. Okay. So the bound. You cause your enemy to hallucinate violently. It's an 11, technically, because it's a plus one. Mm -hmm. They now believe they are in their own casket deep, deep underground. They cannot move at all for the remainder of the round. And I'm about to throw grave dirt on her. Someone who is weak against grave dirt. That sounds like a Um, wild fucking attack. I'm about to throw grave dirt on her. So that's one harm, plus the grave dirt that I package. As she hallucinates, I'm scratching at her, like in her face. Mm -hmm. I reach in my pocket and pull out the handful of grave dirt and be like, remember this? And jam it into her mouth. Oh my God. For an additional three hit points. So she loses four. Oh my God. What a brutal attack. I, and I have more coming. Yeah. 
this rules. I think you doing that, there are right now two free harpies uh, that, that can deal with an attack. They both swoop in on either side of you, and they're going to rake at you violently of course. Uh, while you're in the middle of attacking. Uh, so that is going to be two harm from each, being four overall. Uh, can I spend water to avoid harm? Absolutely, you can. All right, let's do that. Cool. Let's go to Tyler. Tyler, we, we, we do have a boy who is still sailing around in the sky right now. Yeah. Well, that, that that's <laughs> a man. That's a full-grown man. <laughs> that's true. Um, the boy's in the house. The boy's in the house. The boy, um, <laughs> so I guess Tyra's here. Boy's <laughs> in the house. Boy's in the house. I'm going to go with Fold, and Fold's going to... Let's see. He still has a shovel. Yeah, I think Fold is just going to try and just swing up at the harpy and try and no real plan but he's just, just trying to free himself just trying to free himself right, roll an attack boom okay that is a eight all right so partial success you're gonna get free mm-hmm. but you're also gonna fall at what cost yeah, yeah so yeah. um you're gonna hit this harpy uh how much damage you do with that um that's gonna be three three oh, perfect what a what a brutal attack against how this. much di- harm do you get for falling? Yeah. That is going to be two. Cool. You you fall. <laughs> and we've already established that one of these objectives, aside from getting rid of Hennessy, is to get the deed. Mm-hmm. Yes. You need the deed. Ne- we have a need, a need, need for deed. deed. There it is. Thank you. Um, so you're inside the homestead right now. Yeah. So he's going to fall. He's going to hit the ground and like grit his teeth through the pain. He's just going to yell up at the home homesteed. Find the deed. Find the deed. And like yeah, you that like that's us being inside the house with with Flex, uh, who's like hearing that faint yeah, yeah. call from outside. Deed. Uh, okay. Uh, where did he <laughs> land in the house? So you can see. This is like kind of a nice little living room. Um, there's a loom uh, where some weaving has been done. There's a nice fireplace. Uh, this is just a quaint little cottage. It's cleaner uh, than any place you've ever seen. Okay. Is it multi-level? Is there an um, upstairs? I think it's one level, but there are multiple rooms. Okay. Well, then he does like a brisk look over, look around. Is like, this is clearly a living room. In his brain, there's nothing important in here. He's going to find the first door and then just burst it open and see what's on the other side. All right. Well, let's roll and investigate here. Uh, seven. Okay, seven. So this is a partial success. What I think happens is we are going to return to the sage hen. She is in this hallucination. Imagine being buried in her own grave once more. And there is a part of her that knows the homestead. They're after the homestead. And she sends it a command. And the door shuts and locks the window that you burst through shutters close on it and close themselves and suddenly you find yourself in relative darkness but you do find a room that looks like it was once an office you look around and not all of the possessions here look as though they were the sage hands there is somebody that was here before There are pictures on the wall, there are letters everywhere, and bits and bobs that looks like they were taken from places all around the world. Um, like, he sees that, processes it, throws it out of his mind, and goes for the desk. 
if there's a desk. There is indeed a desk. Yeah, yeah. He's going to try and just open all of them, all of the drawers. Okay. Searching through the drawers, because this is a partial success, you find a lot of official-looking papers. So we'll leave him there as he's flipping through those. Um, we got a big pile of grave dirt. Okay. What are you going to do with it? Guess I'm going to try to attack with it. She's not moving right now, right? She can't move? She is right now hallucinating, so not able to move. So do I need to roll to attack or can I just do it? You will take a lot of damage if you choose not to roll, but okay. yeah, you can no, just succeed. No, I'm going to roll. <laughs> cool. I rolled a four. Okay, this is a kind of a bad failure. Yeah. So what happens, you move towards her. Like, I think you've tried to gather up some of the dirt, grave dirt in your dress to, like, bring it over. And you're burdened with that. You turn around on the one side of you, a harpy, like, starts to dive to move towards you. And uh, loam at your side has clapped. And a huge like pile of dirt lifts up into the air and it's enough to stop that harpy from like going at you and it sort of like flitters off to the side. However, there are two other free harpies that swoop in from either side and you're going to get hit from two damage for each of them. Oh so that's God. four overall. Oh no, okay. Yeah, that's a lot of damage on you. What, what, what are you at right now? If I get three more, I'm dead. Oh shit, okay. So at this point, you are also unstable. Yeah, I'm um, I am. So um, until somebody gives you first aid, you're going to take one damage every round too. So you can really only take one more harpy hit. So that's a rough scene that we're at over there. Let's go to, because we got somebody who's involved hand-to-hand with the Sage Hen. Uh, let, let's go to Fold real quick. You just hit the ground hard. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to look around, look around. He's looking at the homestead, and the homestead, I assume, is full up on the chicken legs yeah. now and pretty mobile. There's no way he's getting up there by conventional means. So he's Not going with his to, back. Yeah. <laughs> this economy? No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, so he's going to probably try and join the fray and help out Jeremiah and, and, and Belle. So he's going to grab a shovel and hoof it over towards them. Hell yeah. Yeah. That feels like a thing that just happens. I don't know if I need to roll. Yeah. No, I think you don't need to roll to hoof it over to them. Like you can. So I I think sort of seeing the situation, you probably are able to intuit that Belle needs your help and your protection. Please give me first aid. That, that, or you could also try and give her first aid real quick. Because otherwise I'm going to die. Yeah. Yeah. First aid is based off of give aid is backbone. So you're actually pretty well well equipped okay. to do that sorry that's not me trying to say you have to do that i just <laughs> no, no, realized no. also i might die <laughs> no that's this is great damn you getting some aid <laughs> um you <getting> some aid. <laughs> girl <laughs> in this economy you getting some aid <laughs> uh, so that's gonna be that's gonna be 12 hell yeah um, hell yes so yeah you you are stable now and you regain one vitality it's like you spend a life breaking enough bodies, you learn how to put one back yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how science works. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's turn over to Jeremiah, speaking of broken bodies. Um, so you are engaged in this fight with the sage hen. The sage hen, like, you can see her face is contorted in fear and pain. And, like, as much as you know, uh, she has terrible intent for the world around her. It's also hard to watch. 
because you knew her when she wasn't like this. Yeah. I think in, in that, in that moment where like that, that memory hits and the, the momentary compassion hit, you know, begins to kind of well up in the back of his mind. He hears the scream of bell behind him and turns and sees her like tumble onto her knees, covered in blood from the harpies that are just gashing into her. And, the fear then wells up, but then he sees Fold rush up and begin to take care of her, which makes him feel more comfortable. And then the anger fills his mind, knowing what she intends for them and is doing. And with that, he just gets renewed fury in his body. And uh, he takes his walking staff and he's just going to, he's just going to bludgeon her. Hell yeah. Actually, no. He takes his walking staff. Because his, wa- his walking staff would still be brawn, and he's actually really bad at brawn. So he's going to continue to go with his 50 50 because he's going to mix it up. Why not? <laughs> yeah, who knows? Make it risky. Um, he's yeah, a gambler after all. Yeah, it's very possible. We'll oh see. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I hate that. that oh, that's, that's not the best roll. It's not great. Five, six, seven. Seven? That's partial success. That's a partial okay. success. So we'll roll to see what it. Five, break. That sounds good. That's yeah, two harm. And this is the one where you grip, grip mm-hmm. your, the air with your hands and snap it over the knee. But the sound of your enemy screams, you know, something inside them is broken. Well, they're now unstable. Okay. So we're going to do the thing that we did before where you're going to get to break one of her powers, which, boy, howdy, this is going to be some wild shit. So, okay, we got six. So roll it. Four. So you can see very much like the Roadrunner, she has this staff, this stick, perch pike, something that the the harpies could sit on. And it looks like a nasty thing if you were to get hit with it. But you break the air and with that, the perch pike is broken as well. Um, And it clatters to the ground. It is now a useless thing. but like as you do that, she is able to start to shake and come out of the hallucination. And uh, the drawback to this is that she's going to turn and one of her legs slashes at you and cuts you. And it says here the tear that she does, uh, it is, causes two harm. It is intimate and causes instability to those who fall victim to it. So I think she rakes at you and like... You feel those claws, those chicken feet dig into your chest, around your ribs. Can I use another water to avoid harm? Yes, absolutely. I think it just crushes your flask, your water flask, and some of the water leaks out of it really quick. Thank you kindly. To look up to the air, to whatever whatever <laughs> kind lady luck looks upon me. This is all the luck that you've missed out on for the last, like, 30 years. Yeah, it's, yeah, all, sure enough. it's all coming to a head right Do now. Do I have any dirt left, or is it all gone? Oh, you got dirt. You got, okay, I got dirt. When you summon that dirt, that dirt is here okay. in a factory. I'm trying to decide if I should try to attack with the dirt again, or if I want to. I'm afraid. It's fine. I'm going to try it. You got you got to go for it. Yeah, you went through the trouble to bring it here. Make it happen. Yeah. Husband's dirt. I'm very scared. <laughs> I'm very very scared. Oh. <laughs> I mean that 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 started out so as a good roll. Chuck the die. It's a six and a two. It's so an that's eight. That's an eight. And uh, do you add anything to that? No, Bron is zero. Okay, eight is a partial success. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. I rolled so hard I threw it. <laughs> it was amazing. That was pretty cool. I loved it. It was it was very powerful. You shook those dice like you were shaking a cocktail. Um, <laughs> I get very scared. The grave dirt hits her and she screams again, uh, now fully out of her hallucination. 
looking around with all of the rage and anger of a woman who has been done wrong so many ways over the past decades. In that, you can see she tries to jump and fly away, but her power of flight is taken from her by the grave dirt because the grave dirt wants her in the ground, which means the air is no longer hers. Mm. Um, She screams again Mm. in rage, and as this was a partial success, she strikes at you once more, and the only weapon that she has left is her talons, which of course causes two harm, and you are once more unstable. So you are on the edge of death right now. Oh, I just looked at your sheet. You, you about to die. I'm going to die if someone does not help me. That's we're not working, a joke. We're okay. on something. Let's cut to these official papers right now inside the homestead. I think, so the, the papers that, I almost called him John it. Uh, <laughs> the, the papers that Flex has in his hands, none of them are the deed. So I think one of them might be the deed. I think you found the place where the deed is but like we couldn't just give you the deed in a single roll you have to go through these and find what of them might be the deed to the homestead okay well then i'm just going to take out the middleman and the guesswork and i'm going to expel spend my last water to sort of like conjure like a finding spell and i'm just going to um like uh dowsing rod or something something like that where it's just like I imagine that in somewhere in between, like the, he got his cantina back. Yeah. yeah. He's just going to like pour it over the papers with like the intent of like whatever magic to take hold of the deed itself. And so like all the other papers will be wet, but the deed will be bone dry. Fuck, that rules. Hell yes. Um, yeah. So I, that, that is, it does exactly that. And you come up with a deed to the homestead. And, you know, you can see this old wizard's signature uh, that was on it and that has somehow been brushed away and been replaced with uh, the, the sage hen's signature. Should I use save that water to take the, the smudge away? Um, okay. So I mean, then, you got other water, right? Well, no, that was the last that he had. <gasps> oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. That's good. I mean, you needed to find this. Yeah. yeah. Um. So... He's going to. (laughs) Yes, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I, yeah, he's just gonna like find a pen, find a quill, and just like see if it does anything to just like etch out. So um, I think you are going to. This is probably a creep roll. You're you're doing something. This is a conjure. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. That is not okay. 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 Well, uh, it's a seven because it's a negative one. That's still a partial success. So partial success. That is a partial success. So I think this is going to happen. It's going to have to be at a cost, and I think that cost is going to be to vitality. Oh. Okay. Which boom, boom, boom. Oh boy! And you are now unstable. Yes. Um, Cross that threshold. Yeah. You you tried. I think you tried to write with ink and ink wouldn't work. It kept fading away. Um, but you noticed like some of your blood, because you've been cut up pretty bad, mm-hmm. stayed on the contract. So you're like, I gotta use my blood. And so you're like dipping it in a wound and like writing, t- painstakingly writing your name in blood. And I, I remember how to spell it. Yeah. 
Oh my God. Yeah, you might have to write with an X or something <laughs> like that. Um, but like, yeah, you, you, write, you can. Huh? Oh, I am one away from dead. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, if, if this rolls around to one more turn, that's going to be very bad. Yes, I um, will die. <laughs> so we can feel ownership start to transfer to you. Hey heroes, it's James. Welcome to the mid-roll. First things first, we got a radvertisement. This one comes to us from Tim Gonzalez and the Ancestry Awakened Kickstarter by Pirate Gonzalez Games. Ancestry Awakened is a book of more than 40 new and reworked ancestries for D&D 5th edition. Have you ever wanted to play as a lycanthrope? Maybe a snowman? Well, now you can. This book also provides a new major slash minor feature system and provides a new way of building ancestries and characters that are really unique, which helps you choose the features you want your character to have. Now every half-orc, gargoyle, and gnoll can feel just a little bit more different. Plus, this book allows you to do away with ability score increases for ancestry, which takes one of the more uncomfortable elements of D&D off the table. So if you love the unique feeling of playing as fantasy people, get yourself a copy of Ancestry Awakened on Kickstarter and say hello to freedom and flexibility. Folks, back in the 3.5 days, I loved playing as anything other than human. And picking through long lists of features for those characters was unbelievably fun for me. So if you've got a soft spot for really individualized abilities like I do, this sounds like just the thing. Once again, that is Ancestry Awakened for 5e on Kickstarter by Pirate Gonzalez Games. A huge thanks to Pirate Gonzalez Games for sponsoring this week's episode. Before we get back to our episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank some of our backers on Patreon. Marcus Goodwin, thank you so much. Benjamin Scheiber, thank you. Flex Pexico, thank you very much. Jay Harper, thank you. Billy Davies, thank you very much. Hannah Cobb. Thank you. Elizabeth Milnes, thank you very much. Lydia, thank you so much. Connor A. Walters, thank you. Poisoner Chid, thank you. Chris Cadell, thank you so much. Kate, thank you. Bjorn Fontaine, thank you very much. Dylan Simpson, thank you. James Hyatt, thank you so much. Dan Chamberlain, thank you very much. Jess Cunningham, thank you. And Nils Graber, Thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Without you, this show would not be possible. Uh, This one specifically because I did have to fly out to California to make it. So if you'd like to hear more material like this, please head over to patreon.com slash one shot podcast and sign up to be a supporter. That comes with all sorts of cool bonus content including the release we have for today, which is a conversation between me and Jeff Stormer about Dragon Ball Z and how we can fix it. If you want to hear that, just sign up to be a $5 backer or more, and that'll get you access to all sorts of goodies. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Adventurers. 
let's cut over to this fight that y'all are in with the sage hen right now. Things are pretty tense. Who wants to go? Who's got an idea? Is it an action to pass something to somebody? I mean, whatever. We'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Depends on what you're doing. Seeing that the sage hen is, you know, horribly hurt and is writhing in agony, drawn down by the grave dirt, there's that, that glint in the eye of like finishing blow. But then looking over and seeing the wounded state of Miss Bell, the struggles there and take care of her. And I, I turn around and rush over to Miss Bell, rush like stumble to my knees, kind of skidding a bit. And I hand her my last two water. Excellent. Does, the, what is, does that save me? I think. Well, I th- well the, the thing, depending on what it is, basically it's just like here and just kind of throw my canteens in the ground. I think the idea of giving someone the last of your water like that has to be. I think if you consume one of them, you will automatically be able to stabilize yourself like that that makes sense to me yeah. is, it, is it possible to attempt to give aid yeah yeah go for it it's my whole turn okay i mean if you give if you give aid like and consume one of those waters let's just say that is enough for a perfect success right that's like okay. how consuming a water works that's true okay so we'll do that so i'll give you aid and then you have the other water so yeah you you recover one vitality I'm just kind of as I'm feeding the water to you mm-hmm. and like pouring it into your yeah. mouth and kind of getting you back up on now I'm off the ground. And I'm only two away from dead. Which means we are left with the sage hen and fold. Fold, the person that the sage hen insisted was irredeemable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this shovel to her face and then I use that shovel to dig her a very nice grave. <laughs> Well, well, he rolls a six, but... Six. Uh, it's an eight. Eight? That's partial success. I think you strike her. It's knocking her to the ground. Shovel does three damage. It do. I think instinctually, all of the buzzards are going to fly in and attack you. You're going to need to use probably some of that water because between the three of them, they can do six damage. That's a lot of damage. How much do I fend off for each water? So each water will will count for two because it's, you know, harm from each attack. Okay. And you are now also unstable. (laughs) Brutal. She is not dead yet. I would like you to roll and investigate. It's not a strong suit. It's a six. Six. Uh, So so that's just a total failure. You're kind of overwhelmed by the situation. You can tell that she's weak, but she is not dead. Let's cut over to I mean let's cut over to Bell Bell. Okay. You've just been like brought back with this yeah. water. Can I investigate? Yeah. Cuz I have a plus 2 smith. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> that is an 11. Cool. I love that like you're barely clinging on to life. Your friend like gives you water to like keep you up. And, like, the only thing you can think of is the mission. Like, no, I have to figure this out. So, you've got three questions here. There is a way to destroy her. And I outright am not going to. Like, you can't just ask me, how can I destroy her? But you've got three questions to get you closer to that. Oh, I gotta use them right then. (laughs) Okay. What has hurt her the most so far? So the grave dirt has clearly hurt her the most so far. It's like impacted her powers for sure. Okay. What's her weak point right now? Her weak point right now is the part of her that is still human. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Stress. Okay. You're doing great. Mm -hmm. 
what part of her is still human. That's it. That's it. It's her heart. I knew it. I fucking knew it. It's her big toe. <laughs> All right, so you know Really what? big toe. Since I don't have very good attacks, I'm going to hand my knife to Fold. And I'm going to tell him. The heart. You got to destroy the heart. I'm like, ooh, wait. Should I roll this now? Or... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Because uh, the, the thing that I think uh, Loam is going to try and do and the other two of your friends are going to try and do is protect you from the harpies yeah. that could easily kill any of you yeah, at yeah, this yeah, point. Yeah. So I, I want everybody to roll shield. As we're as you're handing the knife in and we all kind of gather around Fold, I go, Hey, Fold, want to make a wager? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know I do. One bottle of the finest turpentine you find that y'all get home safe and sound. I hope you're including yourself in the y'all, but you got yourself a wage. <laughs> it's an eight. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a nine. Mm. I've been very unlucky with keeping myself alive. So. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a nine. <laughs> Uh, this rules, y'all. So I think you definitely opened yourself up to an attack. Like you were super vulnerable. So you absolutely needed your friends to protect you. Mm -hmm. You got a partial success. So that means you are definitely going to be able to shield your friend. Uh, there is a cost. And uh, the choice that I will offer you is a terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Or your heart can harden. Oh no! Yeah, James. I have a terrible thing. Yeah, of course you can have a terrible thing. I love to give out terrible things. Um, You're a bad man. Okay. Oh my God. Well, oh, no. what are you gonna do to me? I rolled six, which on the list of terrible things is soul or spirit removed. <sighs> okay. We'll come back to that because that's really cool and interesting. Okay. So Loam uh, is also, uh, he, he rolled a four because he was going to bring up another pile of dirt and he failed, but he doesn't have like water mechanics or any other things like you. Mm -hmm. So I think he is just permanently going to lose control of his left arm as he like brings up dirt and it's not enough and he really has to force everything into it and like the grave dirt that he puts on his skin seeps permanently into that arm and that arm is now just a dead thing that's mm. on his body same choice to you your heart can harden or you can suffer a terrible thing terrible thing the heart's already yeah. has I'm about to say yeah. come on man I was just say I can't it's your take, calling card I can't take internal organs <laughs> are removed so this is just a brutal attack where where you are slashed and and part of your guts get opened up and like they're hanging out there <laughs> at this time the deed of ownership has fully transferred so i i feel like inside the cabin well actually we'll, we'll actually let's let's go over to fold first fold you stab that knife into the witch's heart. The sage hen is dying and she looks at you 
What do you say to her? What are the last words that she hears? I'll be baptized in your blood. Twist the knife. And I think as she is dying, hallelujah. And she turns into grave dirt, just melts away. And the harpies that had been tearing at you melt into grave dirt as well. And you are left on an empty plane, desperately, desperately hurt. I think you... It's gonna happen to me. Yeah, so you were hit by this harpy, took a big impact, hit the ground. You're very, very badly hurt. And you hear a choir and you see a light and you know that if you want to, you can walk towards it. And it's funny. It's an awfully similar thing to what the sage hen was saying to you earlier. You know, if you want those burdens that you've been carrying, you can lay them down. But this is a sweet thing. This is a right thing that feels natural. The only question is, are you ready? So you turn away and it's hard. It's one of the hardest things you've ever had to do. And you are a woman who has done some remarkably difficult things in your time. And the thing that makes it hardest is you recognize one of the voices in that choir. And there might be a bit of sadness in it, but it's okay. He's waited before, and he can wait again. And I think you come too with some of those tears running down your cheeks. But there are people who still need you, and... There's a job left to do. Everyone waiting will understand. We're inside that uh, that homestead where you feel you now have control over it. I mean, I think in this moment, I'd like to like shift to do like a more of like a cinematic thing because people are turning uh, like to grave dirt and like things like that. I think I would just love it if like the legs on the homestead just kind of buckle a little bit and it just slowly all comes down like it's like onto the knees and then like lowers down so it's like as much as the cabin can be on the ground it is and then like the front door just like bursts open and it's flexed with like that pitcher of water and he pours a, a like a cup and it is like Doom, we got the deed and, and then, you sort of see the desperate situation yeah. that everyone is in. I feel like <laughs> yeah. Fold is leaning over Jeremiah, mm-hmm. who is pretty hurt right I'm, now. Uh, His insides are out. My, my organs are mm-hmm. spilt onto the ground, which I'm like loosely trying to hide, if that makes sense. Yeah, that does yeah. make He's sense. Modest like, like I'm trying to like, 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 like the moment it happened, it would be like a... Pfft gather and Ugh. just kind of hold it there while everyone else is focused on their own their own and stuff i think in that and seeing that like he drops everything mm-hmm. and then like just goes to to like or maybe he drops the glass 
keeps the picture and like runs and tries to like offer you like some one Jeremiah, Jeremiah. Oh my God. He turns and like leans back a bit, kind of fallen onto his back now at this point, like the, you know, the all matter of intestines and whatever other viscera has found its way out of his torso on the ground next to him. And he just kind of looks back a little cloudy eyed to, uh, to fold and says, I, looks like I won the wager. You such a Y'all going home safe. I will not bury you again. You are coming home, okay? I really like that fucking phrase. So this is a creep roll. This would be a surgery. If it doesn't work out for you, I'm going to try it. Well, I think only one of you gets to try it. And it does make the most... Thematic sense. I know. I'm just worried. <laughs> no, let the dice. Let the yeah, dice, let right, the dice right. decide. No. Hell yeah! It's a nine. That's <sighs> a nine. Yeah, I mean that that makes it. I think you do have to spend something. There's. Oh, I, does, you know I does fold even still have so here's the the thing earlier the the question that i asked you about whether or not you regretted what had happened Mm -hmm. like the the second part of that question i have is are you willing to take the steps necessary to make up for what you've done yes i fold is like this is the most hope that he's ever like had this is like he's living in a world where like anything is possible and then like this like tears him back down is like reality it's like no this anything is possible we are coming out of this on top yes with that i think you commit everything you have to this and as you are performing this surgery as you are doing this thing that you're not especially well suited to do but you know you have to do it you can feel a pain in your arm. And there's part of you that knows if you want, you can stop. But you can also keep going. I'm going to keep going. And you do it, and that pain grows and grows and grows. And you've performed a surgery that is as good as anything any barber could do. By the time your friend is all sewn up, you look at your arm It shriveled and injured and scarred the same way his is. You've taken on that pain. You fully understand what you did. You fully regret what you did. And you expressed an apology. And more than that, you've made it clear that you're willing to do better in the future. And my friend, that's a good apology. And for that, for that growth... And for all of the things that you have suffered, you are able to claim the homestead. And the trip back is so much easier than the trip there. <laughs> We're in a chicken leg house. And that's probably because you're on a big chicken leg house. Yeah, 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 yeah. With a, an unlimited supply of water. <laughs> <laughs> I want like a small... Oh, wait, no, we already got it. <laughs> I want like just a shot of like the laughing hyenas and then like a foot just crushes them. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Um... 
I like to imagine there's like a, like, I, I don't know if it actually does, but I, part of me imagines that the homestead, since it has like a magical tap that never runs out, probably has like kind of a room of requirement esque kind of thing mm-hmm. to it. I like to imagine that next to the water tap when they come in, because one of the owners is a bartender now, there's like also a beer tap yeah. um, next to it. <laughs> I like um, that too. Yes. <laughs> And so the homestead makes its way back to Doubletree. And Doubletree, for the first time, is what it used to be. A place people could go to, away from the terror of the casket land, away from the pain and lack of the desert. It becomes a community where people can live next to each other, where there is plenty to give for those in need. And in an odd way, it's exactly what the sage hen always wanted. It took her sacrificing herself in a way to make it happen. But here you are, the masters of the homestead. And people who were once broken and injured and at each other's throats, now you're friends. And that's a beautiful thing. Even in the middle of this blasted, miserable desert. That's Casketland, folks. Thank you so much for playing Thank with me. Thank you for me. having, Thank you for having awesome. us. This was amazing. Hell yeah, man. This is a dope system. It this really is. is. This is yeah. amazing. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with Visigoths versus Malgoths. In the meantime, be sure to check out one of the other amazing shows on the OneShot Network. Like Arms of the Tide. Arms of the Tide is an actual play about fighting for what's right in an original magitechnological world on the brink of catastrophe, using the mutants in the night system. Join Quinn, Joe, Chanel, and John, and revel in the laughs and gasp at the drama. The only thing standing against the apocalypse are a robot with a fondness for stray cats, a wolf made of living plants who has a bad case of depression, and a private eye who is so done with all of this. Find Arms of the Tide wherever you get your podcasts. As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and I'd like to remind everyone to make sure that you are registered to vote. And for some of you, if your state allows it, you should look into signing up for an absentee ballot. With the world being how it is, it's never a bad idea to have a backup plan in case you don't want to leave your house to vote. Most states allow you to register online. So while you're indoors, get prepared by checking out the rules in your area. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.